touchdown jackets. Please start your archived recording. 30 seconds in. Five, four, three, two, one, mark. 30 seconds to airtime. Your final time check will come with 15 seconds to airtime. Mark, 15 seconds to airtime. Stations, have fun. The following is a presentation of IMG. IMG. America's home for college sports. Together, we swarm. And five, a dive, touchdown, Jackets. It is broken up, incomplete. 32 yards to Quan Marshall in a play. A rambling wreck is coming. coming. The 15 to 10, the five, touchdown, Jackets. Broken up in the end zone. Sacked by the Jackets. They absolutely swarm them. Now call Nervante Benson. Take it the distance, young man. This is Georgia Tech football. Justin in intercepted, sacked from the backside to Quan before they even got in their seats. Here at Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's a clutch finish. It's time for the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. Coming up, we have 60 minutes of tech football talk. The Paul Johnson Show is presented by Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics, by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's Served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Now, alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson, here's the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And for a good Monday evening to you. Welcome in, everyone. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. You know what week it is. Clean old-fashioned hate as Georgia Tech has to Athens to take on the Bulldogs on Saturday. They do so on the heels of a stirring 30-27 overtime win on Senior Day last Saturday versus Virginia. Boy, we got a lot of ground to cover. We look forward to doing so over the next hour with your questions on Twitter and, of course, with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. So without further ado, let's introduce the man who earned that win on Saturday, Paul Johnson. Coach, congratulations on the win. How are you? I'm doing great. When you said that, I thought you were going to introduce Wesley Wells. Wesley Wells, um, yeah. He, he became a cold hero on yeah. Saturday, did he not? I'm sure we will spend plenty of time talking about his heroics along with the heroics of so many others who made that overtime win possible over the Cavaliers and moved you guys to 7-4 and four on the year. He closed down ACC play from an 0-2 start to second place in the Coastal Division at 5-3. and three. Coming out of that Virginia game, it seemed like that sentiment was very similar to, to what you said after the Miami game far from a perfect performance but boy were you proud of your guys effort yeah we just kind of hung in there and uh you know give Virginia credit I think they have a good team and we we could didn't finish drives on offense and we had a hard time stopping them defensively so uh you know on a, for one of the rare occasions uh, our special teams kind of bailed us out a little bit yeah they sure did Wesley was not the only contributor to that how, how meaningful is it for you as a coach to get your seniors a win on senior day? We knew what it meant to the seniors, but what about to the head coach? Well, you know, I'm happy for them and happy for the whole team. I mean, uh, you know, to come back from where we started at 1-3 uh, and three and 0-2 in the league to clinching a winning season and, and you know, finishing second in the division is, uh, is good. And I'm happy for them. I know that it was a fun night for them and it's probably one that they'll remember for a long time you saw the emotion just pouring out after that miss virginia field goal at the end of the first overtime and of course you won thanks to that 40 yarder in overtime by wesley wells let's take this back even to your days as head coach of georgia southern when was the last time you had a freshman walk-on make an impact on your team the way wesley had not only on saturday but over the last half of this season oh i don't know i don't i don't remember ever having a freshman walk-on that did something like that well four for four on saturday including that career-long 48 yarder with a minute four left in regulation to put you guys ahead had to do it again in a clutch spot in the overtime just snuck that inside the right upright and he's now perfect eight for eight 
on the year in field goals. People really get a kick out of that exchange that you had with Wesley in the closing minutes against North Carolina where you asked him what side of the field he preferred the ball on, and he said, I don't matter, I'm going to make it anyway. Were there, were there any more nonchalant exchanges between you and Wesley before those last two kicks on Saturday? No, not really. I didn't see him. He was down on the other end, so... Uh, I, you know, I didn't see him or talk to him before either one. What, what, when did he tell you or did Tim McGrath tell you what his range was? Uh, no, nah, I just they didn't tell me what his range was. I knew that he was in practice. I, we were right about at the end of it there, you know, 48 yards, but I felt like he could uh, – he could make that. He had room to spare as well. You could tell he was like a wind-up toy sprinting back to the sideline. He was so jubilant. Uh, of course, that would not have been possible without that long pass completion from Quan Marshall to Brad Stewart. We'll hear that highlight in a little later on. Defensively, I, I know Virginia was every bit the handful that you expected them to be. In the second half, you held them to just a pair of field goals. Now, there were a couple of penalties that stymied Virginia's drives in the second half, but were there any adjustments defensively that worked a little better for you after halftime? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, not, not particularly. We had, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think they, they probably had the ball, what, four times in the second half. I mean, it was, we've played those games to where the possessions are limited. I don't have in front of me. I may have had it five, but the, uh, it's, uh, so the stops are paramount and, uh, and they're key and they lost the possession when, uh, when our punt hit, hit them in the leg. Eight lead changes, two ties, a very odd assortment of scores. Wesley had the four field goals. You scored on a safety. You scored on a free kick return for a touchdown from Wanya Thomas, so another true freshman coming through. Is that the type of game that your team would have been able to win earlier in the season? We look at the pit and the USF games, and uh, sort of the game unfolded in a similar manner where teams were volleying back and forth. And I, I, Do you feel like this team now, uh, what's changed where now they're able to close out these games that might not have been the case earlier in the year or last season? Well, I, I mean, we just got the breaks in this game, and then in the others we didn't. I mean, I, I, I'd like to say we closed this game out, but we really didn't. I mean, we – we got the score was tied with uh, 455, and we were able to get it down in field goal range and kick a field goal with a minute left. But but we let them come all the way back down the field and tied up in regulation. And then in overtime on offense, we had to kick a field goal. We didn't didn't get a score, but uh, it was one of the times in the second half there that our defense finally got a stop. They tried to run a trick play on second down. And, yeah. Uh, got behind and then on third down the quarterback pulled it down we were able to tackle him short and the kid missed the field goals so. i've seen more made that tackle on that third down right big play yeah certainly was one of the seniors who contributed to that win 30 27 as i heard a wise man once say all i know is 30 is more than 27 and that was the case on saturday as you guys locked down a seventh win of the season looking for number eight between the hedges on saturday we'll certainly break down that matchup first though on the other side of the break we unveil our well-star athlete of the week just getting started we'll take your questions on twitter as well with the hashtag ask cpj it's the paul johnson show right here on the georgia tech img sports network presented by wellstar we've got you covered best tailgate it's got to be burgers and an ice cold coke real football y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Hum what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. It's no secret that things grow well in Georgia, like peanuts, cotton, and corn. But families and communities also flourish here. That's because Georgia Power is helping bring new businesses and industries to our state. In the last 10 years alone, we've helped create over 134,000 new jobs. Because Georgia is our home, too. And we want life here to thrive for all of us. Georgia Power. Generating opportunity. Learn more at georgiapower.com growth. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. 
Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. It's that time of year again. Cold and flu season is back, and we've got you covered. Our primary care offices are conveniently located in your neighborhood, around the corner. Get your flu shot now so you can stay healthy. Cheer louder and never miss a game. Across the goal line, touchdown Georgia Tech! Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. dialed in to the Paul Johnson Show. Now it's time for tonight's Wellstar of the Week. Presented by Wellstar, the official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Marshall takes, drops a throw, looking for a crossing pattern and said heaves it deep for Stewart. Oh, he dives and he makes the catch at the 35. He went full extension to hold that in. Are you kidding me? Well, for as clutch as Wesley Wells was, and deservedly so on Saturday, that 48-yard field goal to put Tech ahead in the last minute of regulation would not have been possible without that play you just heard. Brad Stewart connecting from Taquan Marshall, 37 yards, a full extension diving catch in front of the Georgia Tech sideline. Quite a memorable last catch at home in the career of the senior Brad Stewart. He is this week's Wellstar Athlete of the Week as we welcome you back to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. Coach, open receivers were kind of scarce on Saturday, but what sucked in the defense on that play allowed Stewart to run underneath that catch from Taquan? Well, we'd run the same play on a third down uh, in the first half, and the corner kind of set on the route. And uh, so, you know, I was just waiting for the right time to try to double move him, and Brad made a great move. I mean, he he really sold it, and the guy bit. And, uh, you know, he, then he made a great catch. A little better throw, he probably would have scored. But uh, he made an unbelievable catch to dive and get the ball. Had he cut his fingernails that morning, he might not have made that catch. He needed every centimeter of that frame to run underneath it. But, boy, was that ever a clutch one. We, of course, always welcome your questions on Twitter. The hashtag is AskCPJ. This one comes from Quincy Jacket. Quincy's given us several great questions throughout this year. He said first that he had his kids a yellow jacket alley before the Virginia game. Tip of the hat to your players for taking the time with them. But, Coach, he wants to know what is the backstory on the recruiting of Brad Stewart. I think we got on him late in the process, but thank heavens we got him. What led to this perfect marriage between number 83 and Georgia Tech? He also adds to hell with Georgia. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to jog my memory a little bit but uh there was a lot of people you know i'd coached down in that area georgia southern for a while and there was a lot of people telling me about the, a kid at at uh, benedictine that they thought was a really good player and uh he wasn't being real heavily recruited but as i asked around uh you know everybody down there really thought he was a good player and several guys i think the thing that that flipped me is you know, they said he might be the best basketball player in Savannah, and I knew how good the basketball was there and the athletes. So I, I got to watching the tape, and I thought he was pretty good. And I just told our guys, "I'm going to go on him. I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't care who else is recruiting him. We're going to go recruit him." And went his grandpa, I'd, I'd known, had been the head football coach there at Benedictine for a while, and we started to recruit Brad and got to know his family and, and I thought he was a, a great fit and boy, we're lucky we got him. He's been really good for four years. He's been great on the field. He's been great in the classroom as well. He was one of three players who were in COSADA academic all district honors last week. That's a program record for you as well. Malik Rivera, your right tackle, Andrew Marshall were the others. Uh, that was an explosive play on Saturday, but the explosive plays were kind of elusive versus Virginia. Now he did convert 10 of 18 third downs against the Cavaliers and Virginia's got a pretty stout defense. But what what made those explosive plays harder to come by on Saturday? Uh, we you know we got a couple of penalties, uh, and and we had some incompletions that got us behind. You know we'd been doing a good job of completing the, the passes that we'd thrown, 
But the big thing, I think, was we got uh, some penalties, and uh, and that set us back. And, again, you're talking about a game where it's limited possessions. I mean, we didn't turn the ball over. We punted three times. So that means uh, I guess we scored two touchdowns and four field goals. So we scored on six and nine possessions, and it doesn't seem like it. But that's that's really pretty good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the penalties certainly uh, didn't help on that. Uh, speaking of pass attempts, another question on Twitter. This is from El Muno. I don't believe that's his real name. Uh, he does want to know, without giving anything away, what did you see from the Virginia D that led you to try to pass as much as you did? I think he's thinking more in terms of the, the non-passing situations. Well, we we threw it a whopping eight times, but <laughs> which uh, compared to to some of the games you've well, had during this stretch, twice as many as four. Yeah, I guess. Uh, just some play action stuff that we thought we had an opportunity. I mean, the first time we ran the option, they double run supported, and then, then when we called the play action, uh, you know, they got back and we didn't execute very well. I don't think he could see. He got blocked in where he couldn't see. Uh, we had a couple of boots that we thought we could we could hit but it was third third down and uh you know the one down in the end zone that they broke up that we should have scored on that we just kind of waited for the ball and uh then we had a a wheel route to the running back that we didn't throw uh that we probably should have we just didn't execute very well but Mostly it was the way they were playing, and they were they were really aggressive in the run support. Now, Taquan Marshall, in spite of that, turned in his 10th career 100-yard rushing game. He's another one of those seniors who got a win in his home finale. How was his running of the option on Saturday? No, he did a great job. I think that, uh, you know, as far as the, the option reads, I don't know that he missed one. Uh, he got them right, and, you know, we took they took care of the ball. And, uh, you know, had we coughed that thing up we certainly wouldn't have won the game and you certainly took advantage of that fumble recovery on the punt return which helped flip the field for you see some momentum back early in the second half again 30 27 how it ended in overtime on saturday thanks to all of you who made it such an electric environment in the home finale at bobby dot of course it's on to athens on saturday we'll start to break down the yellow jackets and bulldogs a little later on in the hour we'll take another time out it is the paul johnson show here on the georgia tech img sports network presented by wellstar we've got you covered do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers tired of reading blogs we're here to tell you about a new source for your georgia tech athletics news TheWhiteAndGold.com Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a Nissan Titan just by customizing one. Go to NissanUSA.com slash Sweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 121018. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Sweepstakes. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You breathe together. You sweat together. You cry together. You fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Right. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG Sports.
you're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now, back to your host, Andy Demetra. Hi, Regency Atlanta is your stay for game day. Visit us at HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. High Regency Atlanta, an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics, as we welcome you back to the Paul Johnson Show. 24 players honored on Senior Day Saturday, and they all had smiles as wide as the connector. On Saturday night, 30-27, the win over Virginia. Bram Mitchell was one of those, and he helped contribute a a defensive uh, score for you guys with that safety on Bryce Perkins in the end zone in the first quarter. Uh, What was the play call on that? What made that play possible where Bram was able to wrap up Perkins as he tried to sprint out? Well, we just had a a dog on our linebacker pop, and uh, I think what happened is their center stepped on the guard's foot and kept him from getting in the gap, and Brant got through, and uh you know created a big play and then brandon was there as the guy was trying to throw it going down and hit him and we really got unlucky because the kid fumbled the ball and uh brandon accidentally kicked it out the back of the end zone (laughs) he's got those quick feet for a defensive tackle maybe too quick and uh yeah the ball landed out of the back line of the end zone Brand's come on strong, at least if you look at his numbers at the end of the season. Is that more a function of him feeling more comfortable now in the scheme? Is there any way Nate is utilizing him differently where well, he's been more productive? Yeah, we're bringing him a little more, and uh, and I think that suits Brand's skill set a little better. But uh, he's playing really hard, and uh, and uh, he's playing his best football here towards the end. You had said that special teams helped you win the game, not something you've been able to utter very often these last couple of years. And on that kick uh, return for a touchdown by Wanya Thomas, one of the blocks that helped spring him loose was from Victor Alexander. And Victor made some nice plays in special teams. He hammered Joe Reed in a kick return and then recovered that fumble in the third quarter. Uh, I I know Vic, as a senior, probably hasn't seen the field as much as he'd have wanted this year. But how nice was that for him uh, in his final home game to make some impact plays in the special teams? That was great. I mean, Vic's been a big part of uh, special teams all year. He's played on all the teams pretty much. And... uh, he actually played about 18 snaps on defense on Saturday, so uh, he he played a little bit, but uh, but he did a great job on special teams all night. Great to see him go out in style. Uh, we've mentioned several of the seniors now in the program. Uh, what leadership role did you see those seniors take inside the locker room after that one and three start? So often, and you can look around college football even this year, where teams with high expectations get off to a slow start and they're never able to get back on track and things really unspool on them. That was not the case inside this locker room, and I imagine the seniors played a big hand in that. What was the role that you saw them take with it to help turn things around? Well, I think, you know, for the most part, they just kind of kept going to work every day, and they stayed positive. And uh, I've always said in coaching, the, the biggest thing, if you can come back and watch uh, the tape and see see where you lost the game or what happened or, or whatever, uh I think guys can can take that and grow from it and learn from it. You know, the problem you, you, you would have is, you know, if you put that tape on and you can't figure out why you're losing. You know, you watch it and you think you're playing good and you can't figure out why it's happening or whatever. I think you have issues. But when you can look at it and say, okay, you know, if we had done the X, Y, and Z better, we win the game. Or if we hold on the ball or if we don't do this or we don't do that, then the confidence doesn't, don't – go away and it, and it's like you know people kept talking about this team's confidence and I said all along I never thought that was an issue uh, in fact they could have been too confident so it's uh, but I think you have to give them credit for just hanging in there and going to work every day but that's not an easy skill to be able to filter out the frustration when you're trying to no, diagnose and, one and way in today's day and time it's instant gratification and uh, there's so much negativity around when things aren't going well and it's easy to to jump on the bandwagon and point fingers and blame you know everybody else and these guys just have been unselfish and they haven't done that they've just kind of come to work and tried to get better every day and we've harped a a lot I mean if, if there's one message point that I've tried to put across to the team this year control what you can control and don't worry about the rest and as a coach, it's really satisfying when I hear them regurgitate that sometimes when they when they talk because at least they heard it. And and I think that that's not just football, but that's probably life or whatever. You sometimes you've just got to to sit back and control what you can control, and you you've got to let the rest go over your head, and you can't 
can't worry about stuff you can't fix. Well, as the numbers clearly show, that message was received loud and clear. Your team has won six of seven. You'll try to make it seven of eight to close the regular season as you travel between the hedges. 12 o'clock when Tomey's Leather, Georgia Tech and Georgia on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. We'll dip into more of our Twitter questions. The hashtag is AskCPJ. We'll do so on the other side of this timeout. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to McCamish Pavilion this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, courtside passes, and more. Pass out top intercepted open floor. He'll jam it down with two hands. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford proud. For the best highlights and sound from each game, follow the Voice of the Jackets on Twitter at Andy Demetra. Our coverage continues right after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. Have you thought about your next doctor's visit? Probably not, but we have. And at Wellstar, we've got you covered for that flu shot you know you need <coughs> at one of our primary care clinics for that accident you weren't expecting at our level one trauma center and that old football injury that just reared up again. Ow. Yep, our orthopedic specialists are at the ready. Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. dialed into the Paul Johnson Show for more coverage of Yellow Jacket football alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson. Here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner, Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. I'm Andy Demetra. He's head coach Paul Johnson. Welcome back to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. We invite your questions. We thank you for them all season long. The hashtag is AskCPJ. We got a couple from Thrage. We missed uh, an opportunity to ask you this from him last week. He wanted to know, Coach, the purpose behind having two offensive line coaches, and I guess in what ways do to Ron West, Mike Seawalk split up their duties? Well, I think most people have two two offensive line coaches. They just call one the tackle tight end coach and the other the center guards, and that's the way we split it up. Uh, you've got a tackle coach and a center guard coach, but, but really they just kind of share. Like some days one guy will take the right side and the other one will take the left and vice versa, and they meet together. So, uh, you know, you got five guys that you got to watch, and that's probably uh, – you know, you got four in the secondary, so you have two coaches. You have a corner and a, and a safety coach. Uh, you got an inside and outside linebacker coach, so they have two guys apiece. A defensive line's got three. So they've got about the same number of guys as everybody else, and that's why it's kind of divided that way. Yeah, it makes more sense when you break it down like that. For Coach Seawalk, a former Virginia offensive lineman, I'm sure that win had to be satisfying for him. Also, Thrage wants to know, quote, you mentioned you would retire when you didn't enjoy it anymore. What is the key thing for you that you keep coming back to besides this radio show? <laughs> yeah. the uh, I, You know, I don't know. I just think that that's uh, anytime you've done something for, you know, 40 years – you you have to you get to a point where if you it's not fun and you don't you know you can't get fired up and get excited about it then it's probably when you need to go so uh you know other than, I don't know how to explain it any better than that 
uh, seeing your guys absorb your teaching and get better as the season goes on, that has to be a source of satisfaction. Gets you fired up, probably. Oh yeah, it's uh, you know you still uh, you, you want to help them be successful. I mean, not only in football but with the rest of their life. And really, for me, I think some of the more satisfying things is looking at guys who you coach ten years down the line and seeing what they're doing. And a lot of them still stay in touch and. Uh, that kind of thing, and that's that's really what it's about. Get a good example of a guy that, that might have played for you a decade or so ago that you saw recently who's doing really well for himself uh, in the professional realm? Well, there's all kinds of guys. I mean, uh, I mean, I work with one in the booth, that's for sure. Well, and I just got a text on Saturday after our game uh, from a kid, Urban Singleton, who uh, played for us at the Naval Academy, uh, went on to be a, become an astronaut. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, he texted me and he said, Coach, What's the game? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be in Atlanta. I'm coming to see you next week. He's he's originally from Atlanta. And uh, I hit him back, and I said, absolutely, come by. And he said, I, I guess he's coming back for Thanksgiving. And uh, when he gets into town, he'll come back and see me. And there's a guy who's been extremely successful and was a heck of a player for us. Might be the best blocker I've ever had at A-back in all my years of coaching. Uh, an interesting story. He I think he walked on here at Georgia Tech, and they cut him. And he came to the Navy as a little guy. But, man, was he a heck of a player. He started for us at Navy for three years. Ain't a lot of coaches who can say they coached an astronaut. <laughs> no, that's. I guess that's right. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, another question on Twitter. This is from Patrick, and this is obviously in, in reference to the game ahead. How has your perception of the rivalry changed over the last 10 years? I don't know. Or has it, it changed? I, I don't know that it's changed. It's uh you know, it's different than, than other rivalries. I think every school probably, you know, has that rivalry. When I was the coach at Georgia Southern, it was probably Appalachian State. Uh, of course, Army-Navy. Uh, well, Army-Navy was the rival, but, but the truthfully, I mean, we really hated the, the Air Force Academy, so that was the one. Interesting. But uh, both Ar Army and Navy, that's the game they – they really wanted to win. I think part of it, Air Force had been successful before I got there. And, okay. And, uh, but uh, Army Navy was far. It's it's just different than Georgia Tech, Georgia, or or even Georgia Southern Appalachian State because it's 365 days a year. It's you know everything in the weight room says beat Army. It's it's like this that, and the other. But there's such a mutual respect for each other. There's not all the animosity and the that kind of thing you want to win the game and you want to play but you know at the end of the game the two teams come together and sing the alma mater and they know they're going to be teammates and the other thing and you get here and pretty clear the people just don't like each other that's pretty true and you're starting to feel it clean old-fashioned hate is upon us 12 o'clock the kickoff time this saturday at sanford stadium we'll get into our mgm keys to the game a little later on first though it's our coca-cola acc refresher that follows these words it's the paul johnson show on the georgia tech img sports network presented by wellstar we've got you covered best tailgate it's got to be burgers and an ice cold coke <sighs> real football y pollo asado. hoops and wings it subs nah hot dog no dodger dog i'll drink to that pass me a coke it's gotta be crawfish mac and cheese no seven layer dip ribs no contest hummus um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Georgia Tech Sports. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You play together, you sweat together, you cry together, you fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. At Georgia Power, we're committed to providing clean, safe, affordable, and reliable energy. And for over 130 years, we've also committed to being stewards of the community. 
Last year alone, our employees volunteered over 147,000 hours of their own time, while the Georgia Power Foundation donated more than 1.3 million in scholarships to students across Georgia. These are just a few of the ways we're working to strengthen our communities in the place we call home. Learn more at georgiapower.com community. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Time now for an ACC refresher presented by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Here again, Andy Demetra. It is rivalry week across the ACC and our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. It starts on Friday. Virginia takes on Virginia Tech. Interesting scheduling note for the Hokies. If they beat Virginia, they will play Marshall the following Saturday to try to become bowl eligible and preserve that bowl streak of, I believe, 25 years. If they lose to Virginia... That game's off the table. On Saturday, it's Florida, Florida State. Syracuse is at Boston College. North Carolina State takes on UNC. Wake Forest is at Duke. Pitt is at Miami. Kentucky versus Louisville. South Carolina versus Clemson. And, of course, those are all the undercard. Georgia Tech versus Georgia, 12 o'clock Saturday. We'll have pregame coverage starting at 10 on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. It is the Paul Johnson Show. I meant to ask you this last week. Uh, there were several articles recently from publications like Sports Illustrated the athletic about some of the the recent openings in power five programs where they really strongly advocated for those schools kansas and maryland being two of them that kansas obviously introduced less miles as its head coach where they advocated that those schools take a long look at hiring an option coach that they hire their paul johnson what do you think of that suggestion it always made sense to me i mean i you know i like i said before i've i've never understood people who think that you know they're going to out recruit certain people when there's 50 year history that they're not uh common sense would tell you if you're doing the same thing that they're doing then you got to recruit better players or you're not going to beat them and uh you know at some point when I'm through I'll give you my my true dissertation on on recruiting but it's like uh the it would make more sense to be doing something different and recruiting a different person than competing against somebody that you you're probably not going to be able to compete against in recruiting uh you know by thinking that you're going to hire this great recruiter um a lot of times those great recruiters are a lot better at one school than they are the other it just kind of works like Isn't that. Isn't it funny how somebody can be a great recruiter at Alabama? Yeah or yeah. You, you know, it's like uh, we're getting ready to play the University of Georgia. Which coach hadn't been a great recruiter? Uh, since in my career, since I've been here, I kind of think of you go back to Coach Goff and Coach Donnan and Coach Rick and Coach Smart. They're all great recruiters. Hmm. Interesting how that works out. Yeah. Are you surprised, though, that in the 11 years since you took over at Georgia Tech, there hasn't been another Power 5 program that's hired an option coach that's dedicated itself to that? No, because I don't think there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, you know, most of the teams that do it are probably at, at a lower level. Uh, you know, I think Kenny's had a chance to go to some schools and turn them down. I know Arizona offered him the job, contrary to – you know, everybody thinking the quarterback nixed it, that, that wasn't the case. They offered him the job. He and I had a long conversation about it on a Saturday night. He was trying to – he had to let him know something on Sunday. Uh, but uh, – so there have been a, a couple. But if you think about it, there's not a lot of guys out there now. Uh, you know, Jeff's done a really good job at Army. Uh, so he's – you know, he's probably the right age and in line. Uh the uh you know brian's doing having a good good year at kennesaw but for all those guys who want to win the press conference they're probably not going to win it by hiring the coach at kennesaw right so mm -hmm. 
it's uh doesn't surprise me but but like you said if you're at a school that historically has never recruited the same way the schools that you want to beat have why do you think you're going to out recruit somebody with with somebody is uh you know there's some great examples right there you know without singling anybody out all you got to do is look i mean uh look at the big 10 who they just hired the last couple of years and you know, you get a lot of full fanfare, but now come Saturday they're fighting to see if they're bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. And, and I say and, this, and their recruiting hadn't changed. I mean, it, maybe it went from eighty to sixty, or or whatever. But you, you know, those schools aren't going to beat Ohio State and Michigan in recruiting. They just not. I don't care who the coach is. Yeah, and I asked that in this context because you said in our post-game interview on Saturday, this makes seven of your 11 years that you finished first or second in the Coastal Division. And there are some programs, certainly in Power 5 conferences, who have not historically had a lot of success, or if they have, it's been very erratic. They would do cartwheels to have that kind of track record uh, over an 11-year span. Just curious, I I know that uh, you see that groundswell every time in November when Power 5 positions come open. And uh, for whatever reason, it just hasn't gained hold the way it has here at Georgia Tech. Well, I think, the uh, and again, not to beat a dead horse, but to the the media and the public perception, they beat it to death. I mean, it's like, well, you know, I was joking with with the basketball coach. He lost a couple recruits here in the last two weeks. I told him it was because of our offense. You know, every time you lose a recruit here, it's because of the offense or it's because of the, the, the whatever. So, you know, if you say it enough, maybe someday it'll be true. Jeez. Uh, by the way, did you just break a story in saying that Ken was offered the Arizona job? I don't know if it broke a story or not, but I just know what happened. Paul, Paul Johnson <laughs> broke a media scoop here on his own show? Well, like I say, believe about half of what you see and none of what you read, and you'll probably be right. Except here on the Paul Johnson Radio Show. All right, we'll take another timeout. Again, MGM Keys to the game soon to come. More of your questions on Twitter as well as the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford Proud. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Techwood Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Searcy. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. You probably think we're going to give you a bunch of healthy living tips, but we've only got 30 seconds. We know that life happens, and when it does, Wellstar's got you covered with the largest health system in Georgia. With hospitals, outpatient care, primary care, specialty medicine, and urgent care all conveniently located, we'll be nearby when you need us. Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. 
Every powerful drive is brought to you by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We've appreciated fielding your questions on Twitter all season long. The hashtag is AskCPJ. We've got several coming in here, Coach. Kenny wants to know what has, what has Wanye Thomas brought to the team from an energy standpoint? He seems like he's always going 100 miles per hour and loves the game. Well, Wanya is a great kid. I mean, first of all, he's a he's a really positive, outgoing person, and he's a guy that everybody likes to be around because he's always smiling. But he's he's got great athletic ability too. I think he could be one of the next really good players here if he'll continue to work hard. and And I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. But he's uh, he's very athletic. He's got a lot of confidence in his ability, and uh, and he's just a fun guy to be around. What made that kick return go from your eyes when you rewatched it? actually uh he did we missed a couple of blocks up front but then those guys got fit up on somebody else and i think they were trying to twist they had an unblocked guy coming right down the ball and for some unforsaken reason he twisted out and the other guy probably didn't twist in and when Wanye hit it he's got enough speed when he got the crease he was uh, able to take it all the way off to the races he was the first freshman to have a kick return for a touchdown since Des White at Georgia Tech Jonathan on Twitter hashtag ask CPJ I have not seen the play where the quarterback quickly passes the ball to one of the receivers immediately when the ball is snapped says he used to run it with Bebe Thomas any chance we see that play again yeah, possibly a lot of it depends on how the secondary is playing and and uh, and what we do the way they were playing the other day we probably could have thrown the hitch out there uh you know there's a lot of factors and then i don't know if he's talking about that or a little seam route when they're firing the corner so uh yeah i mean if we get somebody who's playing that way for sure jonathan also wants to know in the postgame presser you said virginia's defense was calling the snap count can you explain that yeah they, they knew our snap count so they were calling it out on defense that's what our kids were saying mm. uh you know, whatever the snap count is, whether it's ready, set, go, ready, set, hike, hut, 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 2639, hut, hut, whatever it is, everybody has a snap count. And, uh, you know, the, the offensive coordinator at the University of Virginia was my GA in Hawaii. I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, what was interesting, I was talking to him before the game, and they do, I think he does a really good job offensively. The quarterback's are really good players, clearly, but he played at BYU. Robert and I. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then he worked with Leach. And uh, he was telling me that, that what he took with his offense was he took most of the running game principles from what we did. And then he meshed it with what Coach Edwards at BYU with what they did and Coach Leach. He said Coach Leach really took BYU's two-back passing game and converted it to a one-back game. And so they do that in the passing game and the same principles. I don't know if you, they ran – a few option plays against us most of his own reads but some option plays and uh and he put it together in in a package and that quarterback's perfect for it because he's a really good player i did not know that about robert and i yeah well, we found out before the game that uh virginia's freshman defensive end he's the nephew of a guy that was at hawaii with you when you were the oc there yeah well he played for us uh tasi famu he was a defensive lineman for us that then went on to play i think he played in the nfl four or five years and uh, the kid that was playing it for them was his uh, nephew. Yeah, crazy how that works out. I, I can't imagine you run across many foul movies in college football, so you, you <laughs> figure there had to be a connection right. there. Very neat. 30-27 was the final on Saturday. Georgia Tech over Virginia in overtime. Now we turn our attention to the Georgia Bulldogs, our MGM keys to the game. Follow this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass, but Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to McCamish Pavilion this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, courtside passes, and more. Pass out top intercepted open floor. He'll jam it down with two hands. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories go jackets 
Follow us on Twitter at IMG Audio for the best highlights and sound from around the country each Saturday. More coverage of Yellow Jacket football continues after these messages. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. There's a reason brokers don't just buy one stock. Coaches don't just run one play. And orchestras don't just have one instrument. It's called diversity. It works because it brings better results. The same is true at Georgia Power. By having a diverse range of energy sources, including natural gas, nuclear, solar, coal, and hydro, Georgia Power can choose the best option to deliver reliable energy at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at georgiapower.com energy. Time for a look at this weekend's upcoming opponent, brought to you by MGM Resorts. With a look at the keys for this week's game, once again, here's Andy Demetra. Now we don't have to remind you who the opponent is this Saturday. We'll tee it up between the hedges at noon. Pre-game coverage, 10 o'clock on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. Georgia's lone loss this season to LSU and Baton Rouge. You try to win for a third consecutive time coach at Sanford Stadium. If so, you would join some very elite company in Georgia Tech history. Jake Fromm is back at quarterback. How have you seen him develop and refine now in his sophomore season? Well, I think just another year of experience and uh, – and playing and and he was really good a year ago i think he's uh an intelligent guy uh he understands what they're trying to get done and uh and he's a good player and he's surrounded by some good players they don't have uh nick chubb or sony michelle but they do have swift and holyfield how do those guys complement each other it's like okay you know you lose two guys who are as good a tandem as they get in college football and and they're barely missing a beat yeah i don't they're uh the swift kid and holyfield are both pretty good so uh they don't have any shortage of talent that's for sure I, there was a distinct difference in style between when chubb carried the ball and michelle is there a distinct difference when swift has it versus holyfield uh, they're both really good players i mean uh anytime they touch it they've got the ability to take it all the way and they break a lot of tackles they're strong and they're elusive uh, the swift kids got great speed i mean he's they're both probably nfl backs you guys are number one in the nation in runs of 10 or more yards. Georgia's number seven, so both teams have the ability to pop them on the ground. Defensively, when you break down Georgia's film, what stands out? Again, just players. I mean, they've got uh, defensive lines really good, and they've got a lot of them. Uh, you know, they're athletic. They can run. Uh, certainly, they're they've got a lot of talent. They're a very good football team. They're well coached. They play hard. Uh they got a good team. You don't have their record by accident. Nope, they didn't. Don't, don't get to that record by winning a raffle. Uh, when, when you rewatched the game from last year, uh, offensively, what did you see? What enabled you to have some success? And well, what sort of held have, you back? We didn't have much success here last year. They got after us pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Roquan Smith was all over the field. He, he was a man amongst boys against us last year. Uh, it, you know, we we left some things on the field maybe. Uh, We've got to tweak some of the stuff we do. We'll, we'll give them a couple things I hadn't seen, maybe. That's always good. You always expect that in a rivalry game. Your team's ability to persevere through mistakes, not get hung up on them. And it seems like that's been an ingredient here as you guys have turned things around in the second half of the season. How vital is that trait to have when you go on the road, you're facing a team that you know you have to play very nearly perfect against in order to get the win? Uh, just that ability to, to flush out whatever you, mistake you might have made on the last play. Well, it goes back to like what we were talking about, control what you can control. I mean, that's all you can do. Once again, Georgia Tech, Georgia, noon on Saturday. We'll be on the air 10 o'clock. Final thoughts from the head coach, Paul Johnson, to come as we wind down another edition of the Paul Johnson Show here in the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation, But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. 
that's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values born us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech football. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Welcome back. Closing things down here on another edition of the Paul Johnson Show. I'm Andy Dementra. He's Paul Johnson. Georgia Tech bidding for a third straight win between the hedges. Georgia Tech versus Georgia this Saturday in Athens. 12 o'clock when Tome meets Leather. Georgia Tech now at a record of 7-4 and four and 5-3 and three in the ACC. They've clinched second place in the Coastal Division. This all from a 1-3 and three start. And one of the words you've used often over the last couple of months, Coach, is claw. Your guys have just clawed their way out of that hole to begin. Uh, obviously, you got one more game to go, and that's your sole focus this week. But if you can step back for a moment and just explain uh, what you feel about this group and the way they took ownership of the struggles early and were able to reverse things now. where You guys are coming into Athens with a, a lot of pride and a lot of momentum based on the results on the field. Well, I think every team's different, and, you, and you, you know, they're all – you care about all of them. I mean, you can't spend as much time and work and – sweat and everything with with a group of guys that you don't grow fond of them and uh you know want to see them succeed but uh certainly this group like i said the biggest thing is you know they've gone through some change they went when they came in as a freshman they came in we won the orange bowl uh you know finished ranked in the top 10 and uh then they saw the the injury season go three and nine and then last year where we didn't get to play but 11 games and we came up one game short and uh, then this year to get started the way we did so uh, they've kind of seen it the highs of the highs and, and the lows of the lows and for them to fight back this year and, and get get back to where we are at 7-4 and four, I couldn't be prouder of them. And Taquan Marshall closes it out. You saw his jubilation after that missed field goal in the overtime his 10th career 100 yard rushing game. Tobias Oliver had his series as well against Virginia uh, that was an interesting situation because oftentimes you frame uh, quarterback and I'll put this in air quotes controversy because you know one guy is underperforming and they clamor for another this was a situation where really both guys were playing well but maybe from the outside it seemed like Taquan handled that situation with a lot of grace and a lot of maturity and and sort of you hold that up as an example of how to handle a situation right and and guys have a, a way of feeding off that and, and, and feeding off just what they see from their quarterback like that. Yeah, I think both guys handled it well. I think Tobias handled it well, too. You know, the most popular guy on the team is always going to be the backup quarterback. It's, they got the same thing going in Athens, right? <laughs> and and it's like uh, both those guys, especially when they're both good players, and they got, they got the same deal there. Both those kids are really good players. So it's like, uh, you know, I think that both of them handled it well. They're both will probably play at Georgia. You know, we're going to kind of play by situation and see how it goes. So uh, it's uh, it's 
neat to watch how they they both kind of handled it and and really again i'm beating a dead horse but it comes back to control what you can control so you know they're they're there they can only play when they're put in the game so don't don't sweat it just control what you can control when you get out there do your best a lot of unselfishness shown by those two guys your abacks as well quay cersei clinton lynch sacrificing themselves for blocking and helping your offense keep clicking we always uh, come to the final minute of the program and i ask you about keys but i, I can't imagine the keys are going to vary much against georgia control what you can control limit the turnovers limit the mistakes and go from there limit the possessions try to hang on to the ball and uh you know, we got to find a way to get off the field on third down. Yeah. For us to win that game, we need to win the turnover battle, and uh, we need to find a way to, to, to get some stops on defense to get off the field. They're awfully good offensively. They are awfully good offensively, awfully good defensively as well. But bear in mind, your last two weeks, you converted 10 of 18 third downs against Virginia and against a Miami defense that was number one nationally against third downs. You converted 9 of 16. Folks, we will see you on Saturday between the hedges. Tommy's leather at noon. Let's see if we can get a third consecutive win in Athens. Georgia Tech versus Georgia. And that wraps up this week's edition of the Paul Johnson Show. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. For head coach Paul Johnson, our network engineer, Miller Pope, Drew Casey inside the IMG Network Studios. I'm Andy Demetra saying so long and thanks for listening to the Paul Johnson Show. You've been listening to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. Tonight's show has been presented by the following partners. Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got your a winner. Please join us every Monday night throughout the season for the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech Football is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.